Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Longland Spice Tea is a special Ostium mini-episode made exclusively for International Podcast Month. It's also a sequel of sorts to last year's special for IPM, so you might want to give that one a listen first, but it's not required. Enjoy! I step through the portal and realize I've made a huge mistake. I could be anywhere. Literally fucking anywhere at this point. And any time, or I believe any when, is the correct phrasing du jour. But my heart wanted to chase after Jake and save his ass without actually thinking about the trouble my delectable ass would be in. Now here we are. The first stop on our whirlwind tour of the entirety of the cosmos, from the Big Bang to the Big Crunch and everything in between. Around and around and around we go, and where we stop, nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows. Or if we stop, for that matter. I hear music. Weird music. I've got lights of all colors and neon? Okay, that's a choice and aesthetic, but I can dig it. I'm a fan of that whole culture? Fad? Craze? I don't know what the hell it was, really, but it was groovy. Not so much the clothes, but the feel of everything. Kind of Blade Runner, but way less bleak. The 80s? No? The 1980s. Only they didn't have space stations back then. And I know I'm in space right now because I can see a window, a so-called porthole on this space station where I can see ships flying around and robots, I guess, droids, whatever, a whole bunch of activity going on out there. And I'm in a bar? I can see a sign above a bunch of strangely shaped and colorful looking bottles, in neon, of course, giving me the name of this fine establishment. 
At first, I can't believe my eyes. I literally rub them to clear them. Cafe 80s. As in that Cafe 80s? From Back to the Future 2? No fucking way. And then I see I misread the sign. The logo, I swear, is just like the one from the movie starring Michael J. Fox. Only with a whole colorful neon Tron vibe. Only it's not 80s. It's Cafe 2680s. Okay. Guess I'm in the 27th century? Okay, cool. That's fine. Totally fine. <sighs> Good job I'm in a bar. I decided to lean into it. What other choice do I really have? I mosey on up to the bar. It's pretty quiet in here right now. A couple tables occupied, a few people on stools. I choose one at the end of the bar, hoping I can keep my distance from everything. A low profile. Within moments, a tall, broad, hirsute man with kind eyes and a warm smile is catching my attention. Welcome to the Cafe 2680s, where it's always morning on Sudopolis Station, even in the afternoon. No, no, no. Would you like to see our happy hour specials? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down those prices. Well, that's too fucking much. I had a hunch with the sign, but now you're even quoting shit from the movie. But can you guess the movie? Do you feel lucky, punk? Are you kidding me? Back to the Future 2, of course. Though, if it really is the 27th century, that flick sure has survived a long time. And we have a winner, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. There is still hope for Pseudopolis. With a higher percentage of population recognizing pop culture references, the overall population quality of life will improve. This is the path to the future. This validates my reason for existing. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. TED Talk? What the fuck is that? Don't worry about it, my good friend, and you've earned yourself any item from this fine establishment on the house. Gratis Maximus. Okay, you're not going to make me have a Pepsi free, are you? <laughs> I think I might be falling in love with you. What? Damn, you heard that right. That was meant to be inside my head. Sometimes my inner voice gets confused with my actual voice. <sighs> this isn't getting any better. Nothing like an adult beverage to make things better. World-weary, stumbling into a bar. You look like you're... Running down a drink. Okie dokie. Do you... You probably don't, but I'm going to ask anyway. Do you by chance know how to make a Long Island iced tea? For you, madam, certainly. Jolly good. Always fancy a spot of tea myself, you know. Jeez. Thank God he's gone. He was getting to be a bit much. If I was Marty McFly, I'd say that things are getting pretty heavy. But I'm not, so I'm just going to go with the flow. And that's when a cute brunette dressed in a very colorful uniform perches herself on the stool beside me. She's got two patches on the front of her uniform. One says, Pizza from the Stars. Oh, now that seems really familiar. And the other says, Ask me about Carloni's Pizza Cube. 
Okay, that just sounds weird. Oh, and now she's looking at me with a big frown on her forehead. Are you about to hit me with a pickup line? Or just keep staring at my patches? Oh, Jesus, I'm really sorry. I just... I'm new here, and I've never really heard of a... pizza cube before. <laughs> you should keep it that way. They are... not good. Then why are you advertising? Because... Because it's my job. You deliver pizza? Mm-hmm. Yep. For Carloni's pizza? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun fact, he's Irish. Which is just a whole bag of weirdness you do not want to get involved with. Marisol, how wonderful to have you back at Cafe 2680s. And what might I procure for you this fine morning? Oh, my Dios. Barkeep. It's the middle of the afternoon. Ah, but you know the familiar refrain of Cafe 2680s. Just get me my usual. Pretty please. Very well, very well. His name is Barkeep? Eh, guessy guessy. He's got the letter E swapped out for threes. He was built back when every robot had to have some gimmick in their name to sell well. Here is your Long Island iced tea, as requested. What is that? It's a drink from where I come from. Does it have alcohol in it? Oh, most definitely. Excelente, barkeep. Change my order. I'll have what she's having. And how exactly do I drink from this? Not from around these parts, are you, pilgrim? Barkeep, go get my drink. Now. Swift exit stage right. <laughs> yeah, you just push your thumb here and pops the nozzle open and... Salud! Oh, right. Oh, man. <laughs> Strong drink? Tiene mucho alcohol? It sure does, and that's a good thing. And here's our illustrious bartender. Not a word from you. Add it to my tap. So, you're not a local to Pseudopolis, then? Nope, definitely not. I'm from really far away. Anywhere I know? I deliver to a lot of places. To galaxies far, far away. I don't think so. Although pizza from the stars... That sounds really familiar to me. Is that another pizza delivery place you work for? Mm, no, it's this app that anyone, literally anywhere, can order pizza with and get it all paid for, and then I deliver it to them. Wherever they are in the cosmos. How do you get it there if it's like on the other side of the galaxy, or many light years away. Well, I'd tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. What? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Salon chiste. It's a trade secret of pizza from the stars. Can't tell you how it all works because even though I wouldn't murder you, my bosses might. So, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm a fan of that choice too. 
You know, I think I might have used the app once, a while ago. You happen to remember a delivery for a guy named Jake Fisher in a place called Ostium? Do you realize how many pizzas I deliver in a single day? I know. Oh, that was fucking dumb of me. I'm sorry. A hell of a lot. More than you can imagine. But I do actually remember that order. Jake Fisher, Ostium. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. Did Jakey say something weird that stuck in your head? Was it because of the way he reacted when you said it was a Roanoke pizza? Damn, I wish I could have seen his face then. He did kind of lose it for a bit when I told him that. But no, the reason I remember it so well is because it was my last delivery. I just got back from Ostium. And after the whole experience and how far I had to travel, I needed to reward myself with a... Uh, Long Island iced tea. Right. I'm not gonna remember that. But it's good. Hell of a lot better than that pizza your boy Jake ordered. That's for sure. That's the second pizza you've trash-talked. Is there any pizza you do like? Nah, de un poquito. Hate the stuff. Why? Because you're... So you just delivered to Ostium? Yeah, it was a real weird experience. I was banging on that door for eons until he answered the damn thing. I was about to kick it down. Before I leave, he gives me something he called a tip. How nice of him. No, it wasn't. I can't do anything with this. Dollar bills. Oh, yeah, I get that. Not much use for paper money in the 27th century. <laughs> No kidding. I didn't want to waste my breath telling him, so I just got out of there. Is it okay if I have them? Sure. I can't do anything with them. Consider payment for my new favorite drink. The Longland Spiced Tea. Yeah, that's not actually what it's called. I don't care. And the more I drink it, the less I care. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. I've got to get going, actually. Got somewhere I need to be. Really? Okay, Stallion. You gonna finish your drink? Nope. Don't have time. You can have it, if you'd like. You don't need to tell me twice. Hasta luego. See you in another life. <laughs> you have no idea. Tell Barkeep goodbye for me. I hop off the stool and walk away from the bar. As soon as I picked up the American money from my world, even if it's from a time before mine, I feel myself being drawn, feeling a need to leave this place I'm in, this world. I follow my sense, letting it lead me to a door I hadn't noticed before. I look around, wondering if I should be more discreet, and decide I don't give a fuck. No one's going to see me again, so what does it matter? I walk up to the door, stare at it, waiting for it to open. Nothing happens. I feel my cheeks heat up and redden as the embarrassment spreads throughout my body. I see a panel and wave my hand in front of it. The door mercifully opens and I step through and leave the world of Pseudopolis Station forever.
This Ostia mini-episode was a special feature for International Podcast Month. You can find more special episodes from a bunch of different podcasts, as well as blog posts and more at internationalpodcastmonth.com. And be sure to use the hashtag IPM2019 when mentioning this episode or anything else related to International Podcast Month. It was co-written by Alex Talander, Gavin Gaddis, and Elena Fernandez-Collins, and produced by Alex Talander. The voice of Monica is performed by Georgia McKenzie. The voice of Barkeep is performed by Gavin Gaddis. The voice of Marisol is performed by Elena Fernandez-Collins. Sound effects are courtesy of freesounds.org. The music featured in this episode, all from the Free Music Archive, is Suchrup, Minds of the Dogants, Tans de Gelban El Alfon, and Repeater Station by Lobo Loco and future soundtrack by Adam Henry Garcia. For more info on the Ostium Podcast, be sure to check out ostiumpodcast.com. Outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via Coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.